Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? yeah basketball we we doing that good recording again yeah man this is i'm happy man because when i fucking heard this motherfucker um i was worried i was worried how accurate it may or may not was gonna be and it sounded like we were in the same fucking room and someone hit me up email and was like man that shit sounded good so uh yeah money well spent all right well i hope i hope the listeners are enjoying it i saw some uh emails so i know that they did um so just real quick before we get going we're recording today which is tuesday july 20th you'll be hearing this tomorrow on the 21st and tomorrow we'll know whether the suns forced a game seven and going back to phoenix or we're going to crown a new champ fear the deer and then Bucks took it home. So, uh, so it's three I'm, three, I'm on, right? It's three. Is it, what is it? It's three two. No, it's three two. Bucks are uh, Bucks are up. Uh, they came back and spanked my home team. Man, they spanked Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix was up by sixteen points in the first quarter. And uh, man, I I have some. I don't know, man. I have I have all kinds of crazy thoughts. Uh, I mean, I like the team. Uh, I think that they're, uh, you know, this might be a big moment for them because, I mean, this is their first time in the playoffs, let alone in the finals. Who are you talking and about, the Bucks? No, Phoenix, man. I, they, they, I don't want to use the word choke because I think they got outplayed in, in certain areas, but I don't know if they got outplayed, if they got outcoached, if they lost their way. I don't know what happened, but, um, man, that game, that first quarter looked like their game, and they put Booker on the bench for, and he got it, it, it changed. It changed. And you, when you're whipping someone and you're up by 16 points in the first quarter, you're shooting like 73%. You change the lineup and uh, things are going the wrong way, man. I think maybe you left Booker on the bench too long. And uh, listen, they got good coaches. I'm not trying to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sofa coach this, this team here, but uh, it just looks like there's some things that they gotten away from their game in this last, uh, last three. How, how did Chris Paul play? Uh, he played better, but he's still not up to, you know, the Chris Paul standard. Now, Chris Paul might be hurt. Uh, there's uh, talk that, you know, he has some tendon issues in his hand. Uh, it looks like a very big possibility because when he, uh, you know, when he dribbles the way he does and, you know, he's using his handles, uh, sometimes he looks for that ball and it's not where it's supposed to be. So it, it looks like there could be an issue, but there's no excuses, man. This is the finals. Uh, injuries are, were part of the game, especially part of the game this season. Um, so there's no excuses, man. Booker, uh, I mean, Booker's looked outstanding, but he's taken really tough shots and he's made a lot of really tough shots. But the thing is, why, why are we taking these tough shots? Um, when he's getting doubled and, and at the end of the last game, getting doubled and triple teamed, not the last game, the game, uh, was the last game. Yeah. Doubled and triple teamed and he lost the ball. Now, you know, this is where 
you know, your, your hero, my hero of basketball comes into effect. Uh, you got to be willing to know what the other team's going to do to you. And when Jordan said to Kerr, Hey man, they come and double me. You're going to be open. I'm going to get you the ball. You know, Booker's dribbling in. And, uh, that means there's, he has three guys on. That means there's two open, two people open for a shot. And we got to figure, I mean, they need to figure it out. Uh, I mean, they're well-disciplined team. They just, you know, the, the, the threads unraveled a little bit and I don't know if they can get it back together. I hope that they can, because I still think Phoenix is a better team. Cam Johnson needs to be more involved. Uh, I saw a couple looks where I don't know why Booker ain't looking for him because he has the smoothest stroke going so far this whole playoffs, uh, and he ain't getting his touches. So I don't know. Where where, where, where is Game Six? It's gonna be. Uh, it's in uh, uh, Milwaukee, man. Yeah, it's a wrap, nigga. It's nah, a wrap. nah, 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 nah. Let me nah, let me nah, tell you nah. something, dude. When Giannis plays like he's supposed to. Yeah. With just an inch of help, he's the most dominant force out there. For that yeah, dude to be it... so athletic, so lean, so tall, what impresses me most, he moves like a guard. Yeah. And, and, and he's that's so why athletic he's... and smooth and long. Dude, that, but that isn't what wins the games for him. What's won the games for him is that they've had two people stepping up on their team, even when Giannis isn't all there. Dude, when you got Drew Holiday stepping up and you, and, and you got Middleton stepping up and if Giannis is having a great game, which he is playing great, I mean, I That's don't know how you just said that. with a but, little but, bit of help, but they're not getting a little bit with a little bit of help. They can beat them. It's when they step up and we got teams when we, they're playing. Those three guys are playing big. And when Phoenix held them. Uh, I don't even remember how many points they had the first quarter, but Phoenix was up by 16 points in the first quarter, shooting 74%, uh, making them look like they couldn't shoot. And then I don't know what happened. I, I mean, I do know that they changed the lineup. I know that Phoenix changed their lineup, and then they lost that that lead just dwindled quick. And it was because, not because of Giannis, it was because of uh, Holiday and uh, Middleton shooting. The, and Holiday had a bad game the game before, and he just came out and he was on fire. Fire. He just killed us. Everything he was throwing up looks so sm- and, and they're not just making baskets. Their baskets look smooth. They're just, they're mm. just hidden. To, they're just all looking perfect. Their shots are looking great. Um, I don't know if Phoenix can do anything. Phoenix could Phoenix has a chance. They're a great road team. They had the second, I, I think the first or second best record on the road this last year. So this year, so uh, we'll find out tonight. I just wanted to give a shout Is out it to tonight. Phoenix. It's tonight, man. Oh, it's I know tonight. your cheeks going to be on straight. The quarterback is toast. Dude, I wanted to go to the city tonight. I wanted to go. There's a Are you in Phoenix? No, I'm in uh, I'm in New York. Oh, okay. I'm in New Jersey. But damn, dude, I, I, I don't know if I, can, I can't go if I can't watch the game. So I have to figure it tonight out. So look, man, um, if they I, if, if Phoenix wins tonight, then I think they'll win the whole thing. Uh, yeah, well, they'll, they'll be back at home. They'll home. be back at home. And I think that'll matter. But if I'm telling you, dude, and what scares me is they're in Milwaukee. And Milwaukee's got that mental edge of we get, we just got one more. Yep. Unless these motherfuckers cave, freeze, or choke, I think it's over, brother. I, I You know what? I, I have to have belief in Phoenix, but I, my my question is: It isn't even if they uh, win tonight. I, I I really think they have a good possibility of winning tonight. I don't know that you close out Giannis in a game four, even at home. I, and I love the Suns, and I believe in the Suns, and I will root for the Suns the whole way through this. But Giannis Middleton, if they have a big game, game seven, and De- DeAndre has to play to the basket, not. He ha- can't be fading away. He can't be finessing the game. Now that's the Phoenix like, Bigs man. The, the, the big yeah. man, right? I can now just he hear great- Shaq. Big man, you got to play from the inside, outside. You can't, you can't shoot jump shots. Can't live or die by the jump shot. You got to play in the post. Especially if you got a little man on you. That's barbecue chicken. Seriously, the little man game that, that they put on him and he's not moving to the basket. It, it's bothering me. But, you know, like I said, and this is what I said in the beginning of this whole conversation. The moment is big for them. It's the first time they've been there. It may be too big of a moment for them uh, because their players are still young. 
and they have a huge future, but that doesn't mean you're going to get back there anytime again soon. So this is the time that they have to take advantage of it. They have to step up and they have to be bigger than the moment. And, so incidentally, and incidentally, to your point about you don't know if you're going to get back there again. If the Lakers pull off the move they want to pull off and get Damian Lillard. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. No, LeBron, be- Anthony Davis and Damian Lillard. Yeah, the Lakers got it. But you got it. But then that team has to stay healthy. There's no excuse. Yeah, you know, I mean, when, of course, that's the key factor. And it's an older team then. So, yeah, but Lillard know, there, is a, a pistol nigga. Yeah, he is. And LeBron looks like after watching LeBron play this last year, it looks like he has a few more runs in him. So I'm not taking anything away from what the Lakers can do, dude. And, and the Clippers are right there, too. Oh, please. Clippers slippers. Nah, dude. <laughs> Listen, pardon me. The Clippers, we know this history. I don't give a damn how good the Clippers get. They're always going to be the little brother to the L.A. Lakers, nigga. It's just not going to happen. You know what? They're a player away. They're a player away. That's what's amazing about these finals, Side bitches are always a commitment away from being wifey. Dude, that's what's amazing about these finals, though, too. And this is where I really uh, someone else hit me up with this, uh, too. A few people actually have hit me up with this. The thing that's amazing about watching Milwaukee and the Suns go at it is they're smaller market teams. uh, And. They built their team the traditional way. They didn't go out and get somebody. They didn't make a power team. These guys are playing and watching these two teams play together. This is like watching the NBA like it. Not, I don't want to say like it used to be because I'm not trying to be an old head about this. Right. But but it's like, but they put it together the traditional way, the way where you go out and you go through free agency a little bit. You go through the draft. Uh, mainly, you, you build your team. You, you look for the proper players. You look for people that make the team, that make the team better, not necessarily looking for the star players. Because as we know, even if you put all the stars on the team, man, you have to have chemistry in this game. And that's one of the things that's I'm wondering about Phoenix right now. Where's that chemistry? Where is that chemistry? Where's that ball movement? Where's these big shots that in the playoffs, uh, the rest of the team were hitting, where are these big shots that I I haven't seen the same way? Um, It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a good game. Uh, I'm proud of the Phoenix suns either way, win or lose tonight. I'm proud of them. Win or lose the championship. I'm proud of them. This is their first time in the playoffs in 10 years. And they went all the, they, they're in the finals. So whatever they do tonight, I, I'm, I'm, I, that's still, I'm, I'm still, I'm still a, a Suns fan. So there we go. So, you know, <clears throat> I was in Indianapolis on Sunday yep. for a one nighter. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, somehow the promotion, uh, I, I think the promoters were a little upset because they paid the radio station all this money to run a certain amount of ads and they didn't do it. And long story short, they took an L on this one. The, the attendance was terrible. Um, but, you know, they paid me a nice five figures. Um, but, dude, I tell you, it doesn't matter how much money you make. If the experience, and I've always said this, it don't matter if it's eight people in the room or 8,000. If those eight people are, are rocking, that's just as, that's, that's fun still. It yeah. could be 8,000, and if 8,000 of them are stiffs, it don't matter how many people are in the room. So, of course, I went to the gig, and I was nervous because I was just like, the turnout ain't that great. It, it was in this it was a place called the Sil- Silver Center, and it just had a look where I, one of the first things I said when I got on stage, first of all, they had like a king's chair a la Atlanta on stage. Why the fuck they had that? I don't know. Uh, the, the DJ was having problems making sure the music wasn't playing while you were on stage. Uh, they had two mic stands set to midget level. It, it just, it, you could tell, you know, this, 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 you know, was their first rodeo, but nonetheless, I got on stage and I, and I talked about it. I made fun of it. I said, I don't know if we are at a wedding, a fashion show, a birthday party. They had balloons and white cloth tables and chairs covered in white. Um, and I was nervous, but they were good. So it ended up being fun, even though the feeling wasn't fun. Um, right. 
And then they had this one dude, they, they, the feature, they had a, a, a black dude who was the host and he wasn't really a comic. He was more of a radio personality, but he went up, talked for about 10 minutes. Then they had this Indian dude uh, who was the middle. And, I, you know, when you've been doing this so long, your spider sense tells you certain things. I went, unless this nigga is funny, he's going to, I can feel it. This, this is meat to the wolves, nigga. Um, and but they were such a nice, polite crowd. But the more he went on, and he was drowning and drowning, n- you know, niggas only go so far. <laughs> and, and he kept doing these dick jokes. And one dude, older black dude, yelled out, "God damn, the motherfucker got a dick fetish!" And the Indian dude was like, "Well, I don't have a fetish." And he was doing a bit about being in the gym and niggas being naked. He was like, "You know, these dicks are in my face." So he did his first set. Uh, and then on the second set, he, he suffered the same fate. And let me just say, so y'all really get this. They had a dude, a black dude who was the caterer and he was off to the side, like near the door entrances where he was set up. So I'm standing in the entrance and I'm leaning up against the wall near his table. And this motherfucker didn't know who I was. And he was like, and he said it to me real stern. Hey, brother, I need you not to, I need you not to stand there. And I said, why? He said, why I got to tell you why, black man? Can you just move to the side? I said, all right. Then before I went on stage, somebody told the nigga who I was. This nigga went, hey, man, how many pieces of chicken you want? <laughs> so he said, man, please don't rip me. I said, nigga, that's exactly what I'm going to do. So I kept fucking with him. And at one point, he only had two trays on the, on the, on the catering table. I said, nigga, what are you serving? He said, fried chicken and potato wedges. I said, what else? That's it. I said, I have never seen a caterer cater a function with only two items on the menu. So I kept fucking with him over and over. And the punchline kept being fried chicken and potato wedges. No matter what I said, I tied it back to fried chicken and potato wedges. So on the, on the second show, the Indian dude suffered worse than he did the first show. And I said, hey, his name was Romani or Romoni or some shit. I said, Romani, I want to give you some pointers, baby. Um, first of all, you got to know with niggas, you got to bring it. Um, because if we love you, we love you. We'll, and we show you, we love you. We'll do somersaults. We'll do, give you a standing O in the middle of your show. Niggas give love when they love you. If we don't love you, then we'll show you that too. Motherfuckers will yell shit to you. What's up with the nigga with the dick fetish? So I said, dude, you got to treat this like prison. When you walk into the prison and it's your first day, you got to shank the biggest, baddest, meanest motherfucker to let all the other prisoners know that you are not to be fucked with. Your booty is not takeable. Let me give you an example. Let's say this was prison and everybody in this room right now at this show was prisoners. And it's my first day in the prison yard. I got to shank whoever made me feel uncomfortable and was a threat to me. I got to stab the nigga selling chicken wings and potato wedges. Dude, they fuck like you know how I tie shit in. They yeah. fucking lost it. Now, for the people listening, you, it might be hard for you to put together. But again, just remember, no matter what the joke was, and the audience doesn't see it coming, it ends with chicken and potato wedges, nigga. Um, so it ended up being fun, even though it wasn't, you know, packed crowd. You know what I would have rather have had. It ended it up being fun. It wasn't designed to be fun, but you ended up making it fun. Yeah, because because the, the crowd was good. Good. They just yeah. wanted you to be good, and as long yeah. as you were good, they were they gave it to you. Well, that's the same. Last week when I was in uh, Phoenix, and uh, I was doing the and was with Ian the Sunday show. Uh, there was the, there was the Suns game. Uh, it wasn't packed. Best crowd of the whole weekend. Sometimes, like you said, it's not about always the numbers it's just the crowd right and uh yeah man it's nice it's it, it had to be great for you because i i know you and i know when you saw what it was you had to be i know oh, i was dreading it I, I, I just yeah. was going and then when we finished the first show like i knew we had the second and even yeah. less people were, were showing up for the second than the first and i just went Ugh. it was one of those things i just wanted to get it over with as quickly as possible and 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 you know when we 
they put me downtown at the La, the La Meridian Hotel. Fucking nice. But it was near the same hotel that me and you stay at when we go there, the JW Marriott. It's right yeah. in the center of that downtown where we go eat Giordello's, the pizza. Yeah. Roof Chris is over there, P.F. Chang's, all the bars. Matter of fact, I even stopped by Helium. Oh, really? Just to see who was playing. Miss Pat was there this weekend. Did you talk to her? Nah, when I went over there, she had already left. Oh, that's but everybody at the club was glad to see me, excited, you know. So I love downtown Indianapolis. As yeah. far as nightlife and shit to do, it's, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. No, it's set up well. And, and but. you know, I did the joke about, you know, Mississippians. And, uh, Andy, I, I swear to God, if you made me have to live in Mississippi, I would blow my fucking brains out. These two fat black bitches came up to me after the show and was like, we from Mississippi. And I mean, Andy, they were both built like a shithouse, nigga. And the one broad, I'm not lying, had beard hair. She had a bushel of beard hair under her chin. And both their feet looked like they put out fires with their feet. I just went Mississippi. Oh. Would you just look at him, go, enough said, and walk away? Nigga, I just, I was kind. And they was like, you talking about Mississippi folk? I'm just like, man, oh, man, nigga. I'm saying no, come December. No. No, nigga, I'm not doing it. We'll talk about that off the, off the air. All right, so let's get into these shows. Yeah, man. Um, you said you hated the Queen of the South. Now, why I, you know, hate? I shouldn't say hate. Uh-oh, here it's we just, go. Here he goes. No, no, no. I'm going to say this because I saw the first episode or the second episode. I saw the first couple when it came out, what, five of years Of season ago? one. Yeah, and I didn't really care for it. And How I deeply my, did you go, though? No, just the first couple episodes. That's it? So I, you know, on, on the first, on my entrance to it. Right. This, I watched the end of this last season with the last six episodes or something like that, of the, uh, the last season of uh, Queen of the South. And then I figured out what I didn't like about it. So before you uh, tell me, you only watched a couple episodes of season one of the first yeah. season. You skipped all the other seasons and jumped yeah. into the last couple episodes of the final season. So no, like six episodes okay. of the final season. There's only six? Uh, I don't know how many there were. I, I watched what was available on my. Okay. On my. So basically you, you read the first couple of pages of the book and the last couple of pages of the book and said, fuck the middle. Is that a fair assessment? No, but I can tell you from watching the end of it, I was never excited to watch watch something that I knew was going to end. Like I was excited to get to the end because I knew it was over. Mm-hmm. I knew there was not going to be any more of them. I know they're not going to make a Queen of the South movie. I, right. I know that this is not this is not going forward. Um, it, it, it's like an American telenovela is what it is, which is which is the the Mexican soap operas, right? And that's all this. That's that's kind that's of what, what it felt is. like to you. Yeah, just a lot of drama, right? A lot of things that are going on, but nothing has to make any sense. And I know, I know some people have hit me up already saying it's TV. It doesn't have to make any sense. You know what? There's a lot of shows that do make sense though. And do have uh, like have some through line where you believe that there, there is some part of reality that this could be happening. This just doesn't have it, man. And uh, listen, I, 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 I thought it was a little harder uh, when I first watched it, the first few episodes harder in what sense? Like I thought that the, the the characters were harder, that everything, and and I know that they were trying to wrap this up in a nice way, so maybe that's why it seemed even more telenovela kind of style. But yeah, it was just I I didn't get it. The guy and the main the main dude who's her her, her dude who she has leave. God, I can't even I can't even find him on here. Is, is it is it is it the guy who always had the two guns in his back, the Mexican, or is it yeah, the white the, guy? With, no, the the Mexican dude with the deep voice. That sounds like if you're watching it, right. his voice, like when they do when they when they um, when they dub a movie, and they're looking for a Mexican voice, <laughs> his voice sounds like that voice. That also bothered me so much. 
because he sounded like a character of a character of a character, not right. like that he was the character. Uh, yeah, man, I just, you know, I want you to talk about it because I think you liked it more than I did. I, and again, seeing the end of it, I saw the happy, the way they wanted to wrap it up, you know, and that's, you know, they, they, they wrote, they wrote to make that ending. And I think that made me even more mad. So go ahead. You know, sound like Cosby, you know, um, (laughs) I like it, but like you, I have very serious issues with it. And my main issue is this. First of all, for all of what people were telling me on social media, Queen of the South, Queen of the South, this bitch is bad. This bitch is, she's a mean, she's a badass. And what's been deceiving to me is in the very first episode, they establish who she is when she's the bad bitch. She's got yeah. the all white pantsuit. She's got the hair slicked back in the bun. She's got the fucking Jackie Onassis shades. And you see her walk up to her crib with, with the security, the armed, armed security. They got on all black. Like any drug dealer, she lives in this lavish mansion. Cut to her snorting some coke and boom, a, a, a bullet comes through the window, shoots her. She falls on her back and some blood comes out of her mouth. Now they cut to the beginning. So we can see the growth of this. But I'm going, okay, season one goes by and she's having all these moments of struggle and coming up and dangerous shit. And they would cut to her alter ego, the the woman in the white suit, like Obi-Wan Kenobi. And she would be there to tell her, don't do this. Don't do that. I'm your conscience. You're going to need to learn this. You're going to need to learn that. And I'm going, okay, season one. Now we're into season two. This is still happening. Now we're into season three. This is still happening. And at one point, I sent out the post. And of course, everybody told me by the end of season three or somewhere in season four, she becomes that bitch. And I'm getting pissed off because I'm going, all this bitch does is run. The whole first season, second season, third She's constantly running from shit. I'm tired of seeing her run. When is she going to turn into the bad bitch? Because if this show is just her being struggling, running, and yeah, her alter ego keeps showing up, but she never becomes that. Okay. I'm going to be disappointed because this is false advertising. And, and what I, what I, what really got me, which fucked me up was I love how season one ended. When her friend, her best friend got killed and it was that moment of fuck this. Now she's making the turn. And in the beginning, they set up that if you remember her love interest, that that young guy. Yeah. And he gets killed. And then at the very end, once she kills the dude who killed her best friend and yeah, the Mexican dude with the two guns, he backs her and you see this is going to be her 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 right hand man. Her, 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 her crew. And then the, 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 the DEA is taking pictures of her and they got her on the computer and the guy comes into the room and says, who is this girl? And just like with Night Stalker, there's this music. So it's building. And then when they turn the computer around to the guy the DEA agent is talking to, it's her fucking lover who clearly wasn't dead. I went, yo, I got excited. What a fucking plot twist. And then I went, okay, I see it now. She killed the dude who killed her best friend. They got the music going. This is the final end of the first season. This, the, her boyfriend's alive. So now you're wondering how that's going to play. That's the way you end a motherfucking show. I know by season two, now we cooking. Cut to, I'm looking at season two. They open up the show. She's in the drop top Phantom Bentley, whatever it was, driving through the fucking hills. She goes into what I thought was her big ass crib, but it was a hotel. She starts having sex with this one dude. And then she pulls the gun from underneath the pillow to shoot him. I'm thinking this is how season two is opening her as this character. We about to get cooking. I'm rubbing my palms together. 
Cut to it was a dream. She's not the bitch yet. She's still struggling. And I'm just, again, <clears throat> what I thought was mouthwatering was, okay, she, I could put her up there with ghosts, Tony Soprano, Franklin Saint, uh, Godfather of Harlem. She about to be that bitch. All she does is run, dog. She's constantly, in, and, and here's the thing where I'm going to point to you. She's constantly running, and I'm getting tired of her playing victim. I want her to be this badass. You know, they didn't make us wait this long for Tony. Tony was who he was from the gate. Franklin turned into Franklin mm, midway through season three. But prior to that, the show was fire. And you knew where Franklin was going. Yes. Ghost was ghost from the gate. Godfather Harlem. Uh, 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 what's, what's his name? The character's name. Uh, not Frank Lucas. Uh, Bumpy Johnson. Bumpy he was who he was from jump. Why are you making me wait for this broad to turn into this? And if she never turns into this, I'm going to hate this show. Now, here's where I point to you. Because you go, I remember you said when you watch some of these shows, you can see what's coming. Yeah. Where you went with Snowfall, you don't see it. It's so unpredictable. This show becomes so predictable because like Batman, no matter what the situation, she got a gadget to get out of everything. Some of these exactly. moments where, I mean, this bitch escaped the rape, escaped being locked to a chair, thrown in the pool, escaped being like she escapes every fucking situation. Who the fuck is this lucky? Well, that's why I said it's like a telenovela. It's like this. They, they have they establish the main character and you go through it and it doesn't make a difference if it works or it doesn't work. That's what they're going to put in there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it doesn't need a through line of reality. And that's why I never really got into it, because in the beginning, the first couple episodes that I did watch, I was expecting to see uh, Scarface, the Tony Montana kind mm-hmm. of I'm the I'm the that guy. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything. I'm going to work my way up and then I'm going to take it all. Yes. But that never happened. Never happens. But, but what I'm saying is people been telling me it happens at the end of the third or beginning of the fourth. Now, right now, I'm in the middle of the third. So I want to see it happen. But there's only what? Is it five or six seasons? Five seasons. Five. So we damn it at the end. And you're going to finally serve me to dinner? Dude, you haven't seen the end yet then, right? No. Well, then I'm not going to tell you that the end, but the end is such a, you know, it, 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 this, you know what? I'm going to tell you why I don't like it. Here's how I'm going to sum it up. I don't like my gangster movies being filmed by Disney. Oh, is it filmed by Disney? No, but it feels like, it. oh no, I was going to say, cause in season one, she's getting raped. Yeah. So no, this can't be feels, Disney. This feels like Disney's end. Oh man. This man. Is so- there it is, man. Now, I, I, listen, I, I'm sure that there's, I'm missing a lot. I got in, I started at the beginning, didn't really, it, it didn't grab me because we were going to talk about this. I watched the, I only had so many, like I, I, on my, whatever my platform is, they gave me the la, the end of the last season. Right. And I think it was six, six episodes. And if those six episodes would have got me, I would have jumped in and I would have, I would have went, it. okay, I'll, 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 I'll get into it. It didn't get me. So to those of you who want to write to me to tell me, uh, yeah, you know, they say you can learn if you want to read an article, you read the first paragraph and the last paragraph. And then if you liked it, if you think there's something there, you can go back and read the details. Well, I'll, 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 I'll look at the first page and I'll look yeah. at the last page. Yeah. And if I'm in both pages, <clears throat> then I do the bloody picture. <clears throat> yeah, dude. I, 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 and, 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 you know, I, I've said, admittedly, I'm a little chauvinistic when it comes to to women in certain roles, I was rooting for this. I was rooting for her. I wanted to see her become that badass because when they, I'm telling you the way season, you should, if nothing, well, then it's out of context for you. So I don't know if you're invested in the emotion of it, but the whole first season, her and her best friend, her husband gets killed. She's on the run with her because she thought her man was killed. And just seeing you invest in how much both of them have gone through. And and when her best friend died, I got choked up a little bit. But the way she kills the motherfucker who kills her best friend, 
the way they got the music playing, the way the dude who's with her is now with her. I'm like, yo, you, it was fucking popcorn shit, edge of your seat shit. And I tell you, Andy, I swear to God, when they turned the computer around and they showed her dude was still alive, I literally yelled, oh, shit, because it was a great plot twist. And the music, and I go, that's that's a standing ovation. That's how you end the goddamn first season. And then, but then the but, second season never got you? But, the sec, but the, that's what fooled me. The opening of the second season, which is coming off the ending of the first season, I'm going, oh, this is about to pop. But then when they cut to, it was a dream. And I'm like, this bitch is still struggling. Oh, man. See, it's because, okay, first, just, there are women in this business, in that business, that are those women. Uh, the, the woman that I wanted to see the character of is I wanted to, in Scarface, the chick who's on the bed that has the cocaine. That ugly bitch. That's the chicks that run this, that run this kind of business. Right. No remorse, because when you take when you take feelings away from a woman, man, that's that's an, that's a fucking gangster. I'm sorry. I'm gonna tell you what you should see. I'm glad you said that. I downloaded and I watched it on a plane over to Indianapolis. I remember somebody mentioned it. I remember somebody responded to me because I mentioned it. The real life character of the Cuban of the of the woman in the 80s who ran the drug game and was a powerful cartel of her own Gabriella something. And, and she, and she was running drugs in between Miami and Mexico. They did a movie. I don't know if it was on Annie lifetime with, with Catherine Zeta Jones. And she played that woman, Gabriella something. And this is real by some real shit. Yeah. That movie was a, with hour and 45 minutes and was 10 times what I thought Queen of South should have been. Yeah, because those women that remove that emotional part and become the boss, that's a whole nother level of woman. Let me tell you, this is how the movie opens. Uh, they open in Mexico and there's a little girl, probably seven years old. They show this little girl in a room with a dude who's buckling his pants and zipping up his pants. And you see her pull up her shirt strap. I'm like, did this grown man just fuck this little girl? So then she runs out the, 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 the shack or the, the, whatever the place she's living in and runs to another shack where an older woman is. And the older woman basically tells the little girl, did, you, did he give you the money? She goes, not yet. She goes, always get the money first. And another thing, when these men have sex with you, stop acting like a corpse. Act like you enjoy it. They don't like to be feeling like they fucking a, a dead person. So she just confirmed this grown man is, is fucking a seven-year-old. And the girl, the little girl says in Spanish via subtitles, I would rather be dead. So the grown woman gets up, smacks her so hard her lip is bleeding and calls her an ungrateful little bitch. The little girl runs back out, goes back to the shack where the dude just fucked her. He's sitting on the couch watching TV. He's got his wallet and some money and his gun in a drawer. She opens up the drawer, grabs the revolver, walks into the room and shoots this motherfucker twice in the chest, once in the back. Hello. Yeah. That's, that's an opening. God damn it. Jesus. Uh. I, I I don't need I don't need the origin uh, to be that uh, that depressing, but uh, yeah, but there's something about you know it, it, that game is dominated by men, and for a woman to to come up and then to be a boss, she has to be twice as hard as the dudes. Right. And that's where that's where it gets that's where it gets that's where this misses for me. That's what I didn't, and then to make it the way it ended. Whatever. Uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to shit on it. I mean, there's, there's certain things about that. I'm sure are, were good. I, it just didn't grab me to all the people that enjoyed it. I'm glad that you were able to spend that hour uh, every week watching that. It's just not mine. Like I said, do I like it? Yes. I don't dislike it, but it definitely don't go up there with all, with all the other shows. It's on the low, it's on the low end. 
simply yeah, because I, I'm, I'm just like, y'all making me wait so long for the main meal. I'm getting full off the appetizers. Well, just watch the end and then see if you still feel the same way. No, I'm going to watch it in sequence because I'm too far in it. I want to yeah. see how they play it. But it, it ain't the... It, when, everybody, it when, it, when, it, when everybody was telling me, snowfall, 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 snowfall. And I was so late to the party. But once I got to the party, I went, yo, this is a party. Godfather yeah, well, Harlem. People was telling me. I watched it. And I went, this shit is fire. Breaking Bad. Every, every show that has been recommended to me, when I watched it, I went, yeah. But, but this one? No, it's the development of the characters and the surrounding characters. That's important. That's what, I mean, what makes Snowfall great is every character in there is essential to move that story. Right. Yeah. So, all right. Second show uh, that motherfuckers have been telling me about, Gangs of London. Yeah. How did you like it? How far? How much did you watch? And that, that I watched you... the whole thing. I watched the whole thing because that's only how many. It's like what? Only one. Eight, eight episodes, seven or eight episodes. Right. It's one season. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I I did enjoy it. I, I did enjoy it. Um, there's something though about. I hate when I'm watching something in English that I can't understand. Oh, dude, that is so what am I know? So I know. Go ahead. I had to, I had to rewind several times to go back and go, what the fuck did he say? Uh, but I liked it. I got to, you know, I didn't get, we, we, we've, we had a couple discussions on it. I didn't get uh, thrown the way you did in, uh, in the third episode or the fourth episode, whichever one that one was. Cause I didn't think I, I maybe I missed something because I didn't see what you saw. All right. I'm a, I'm a, okay. You done. Yeah, I want you to talk about this one, then I'll get I'll get back in. Listen, it. the opening scene got me like a motherfucker when they. Yeah, showed, and I like that actor too. That that the dude who plays the the dad. The, yes, uh, yes, yes. The dad. He, he's yeah. He's a yeah, great. He's actor. a solid character actor. Yeah. Um, I'm like, damn. So they got a motherfucker tied to a rope, leaning over the side of a construction site building. Yeah. Several stories to you know his inevitable death. And it's one thing if, like, okay, dude, cut the rope. He falls. He dies. They set this motherfucker on fire and let the fire burn the rope, which ultimately leads to him hitting the ground, thus his demise. I said, yeah, y'all got me. That's how you get a nigga. I mean, if that was a woman, her titties was big and was out from the beginning. <laughs> I'm in this. Um, but then, you know, I got to say what you just said. Playing a tough guy with an English accent is a very tough sell to me. Jason Statham, Statham is the only dude who pulls that off because it's a gruff to him. Oh, you sorry. But some of these dudes, like, you know. Well, Sean Connery had it, but he was Welsh. But Right. But um, it's same idea. Right. Look here, mate. I know you. We better say about your dad. But don't worry. Not for nothing. We're going to phone that bastard. Oh, fuck off, you tall side. Pissy to him as if. What? Like, like some of that English shit is hard for me to embrace. And it felt like, and listen, I, I said this before. I'm a squeamish dude. I don't handle blood and bone breakings well. Uh, it makes me want to faint. And it felt like with a lot of the violence in this, because they know they're English, and let's be honest, not saying you can't be a badass, kick-ass Englishman, but you're always going to be competing with America. When it comes to violence, when it comes to blood, when it comes to mayhem, blowing shit up, guns, we got the biggest dick on the block. That's what America is. You know, it just we, our history, our bravado, we are a country sown in blood Oh, mate, who's that coming out there for, mate? Did you hear that shit? That yeah. was you, right? What? The shit, the background noise. The yeah, yeah, that was the background in my, yeah, yeah, my, yeah, when, yeah, you're, yeah. when you're saying all that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, blood is sewn into our fabric. So it felt like to me, they were trying to overcompensate a little bit. Like, to compete with America, we got to go harder. And I just went, it felt like to me, and I'm a man, I'm a dude. I don't want to get my man card taken. 
but you don't need all of that to sell the show. If it's, if it's done within a certain context where it makes sense, where it's organic, I'm with it. But it felt like some of it was just over the top to be over the top. The one fight scene with the dude who goes into what's supposed to be like the crack house and he's fighting yeah. the dude with the fucking the, 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 the cleaver and the way the cleaver's in the wall and he takes his head and he jams it and slices it. The finger breaking. The, it just it, it, the, the, one of the graphic scenes I couldn't even watch was the shit with the dude brought all of the guys in the room uh, with the with the with the pillowcases or whatever covering their heads so they couldn't yeah. see where they were. Then when he took them all off, I don't know if that was some sort of cow gun device in a slaughterhouse. Yeah, yeah, that's a slaughterhouse. That's how they kill the cows. How they kill the cows. And he put the fucking cow gun up to their temple. And until somebody admitted what he did, he was basically shooting them in the in the head with the cow gun. And I knew it was going to be graphic. I looked away. Just just the sound of the of the gun when it was shot. You knew they were showing <laughs> their whole head explode. Why? You don't need that. I feel I feel weak. Like my man card is about me. I, I thought it was too much. I thought it was too much. Okay, let me ask you this because you're on this. Even though this is further along in the movie, when the sniper starts shooting those guys and their heads blow off, you know which part I'm talking about? Which which I I stopped watching after episode three, which I'm going to talk about. What episode was this? Uh, it has to be six, four, five or six. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't dude, see dude, that part. So there's, there's a scene where he has to go meet. There's a meeting, and uh, someone knows about the meeting because it's not those, it's not the two people that are meeting, and uh, they have a sniper up there, and the sniper just, I mean, when the, when the bullet hits the dude's heads, they blow the whole blow. head, the whole head, like half the head will pop off. Yeah, see, and be just a- see, see, see. One, listen, I'm not a gun guy, so maybe there are guns and bullets that actually do that. But we've seen enough movies where motherfuckers get hit with a sniper bullet and it's and they go down. The whole head is still intact. You, you can still make the same point. Why the motherfucker yeah. half the head got to explode? I, I don't know. But you know what? That, and, and that fight scene, which you're talking about with the cleaver going backwards here, that, that's very Guy Ritchie looking the way that the, the fight happened. Yes. And that, and that was another thing. That's what I'm saying. It felt very on purpose, stylized over the yeah. top graphically with the with the gore and i'm just going okay is this show about dudes who are badass and are doing criminal type shit because if it's about that then let that lead the way you don't need all that other shit because that other shit makes it feel like y'all trying to make up for the fact that you can't deliver as strongly with 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 the with the with the substance the character development the writing Nah, you know what? I, I, I'm not going to. I understand where you're going with that, but I thought that was pretty creative to use the uh, the, the cow thing. To You didn't to, think that was too much? Nah. Oh, nah, because dude. if you want to make a point, man, you're going to show everybody that. N- nigga, if I see you shoot somebody in the foot, you've made your point. Knowing my foot could be next. Yeah, but bullets are expensive. That's... <laughs> Dude, that 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 scene was a that 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 was a dirty scene, man. That was the scene where you went, "Ooh, yeah." I I didn't feel the same way you do. I I think it. Uh, I, I didn't necessarily agree with that. I, I you could have done something else there. That was the choice that they made. I uh, that didn't that didn't take me out of it. Even the part where they opened up the one episode where you see all the cows in the truck, and then the yeah. bomb goes off, and the cows explode. And fucking cow parts everywhere. I'm, I'm eating. Come You're not on, supposed to man. That's supposed to be eating. Oh, you could have showed the truck blow up from the outside and you would have made your point. Why you yeah, got to show but- cow particles explode and shoot all over the goddamn camera? But see, that's the first part. And then they go uh, to the stockyard where they're going to, where they, where they, you know, take out the cows, the, the the bulls or whatever, so that they can, you know, for, for the meat. So it made sense to me that they would have that cow thing, the, the thing that kills the cows, because that's where they went to to go find the drugs that were supposed to be in the cows. So 
all of it made sense to me. I didn't, it didn't take me out of the moment. I stayed in the moment the whole time. Let me ask you, cause I said, I turned away when they shoot the dudes with the cow gun in the head. Is it graphic? No, it's not that bad. You just know the thing goes in there and you just see it all bloody. Cause all it's, it's a, it's a rod that goes into the brain and then comes back and it's shot, I guess it's there. Boom. And it just, it just has a bunch of blood. Jeez. And you know, that guy's brain was just pushed to the side. Oh, so, you know, I, you know, what's funny is I, I got to tell you this too. Cause you, you might, you're really gonna, I wish people could see this video right now. Cause I'm going to tell you this. So I was eating too. I was eating some jerk chicken mm. and it was, it was a slow roasted kind. So everything's falling off the bone. And oh. it, yeah. So that's all happened at the same time. If you would have been around me, you would have, you would, you would have left. You couldn't have dealt with it. Well, here's what I couldn't deal with. Uh, Big shout out to my gay brothers and sisters. Uh, oh. Goddamn. Episode three, when they established the one son is gay. And he's and the, the scene opens up with the camera on a naked man's ass holding what looks like a bucket of champagne with ice. And they follow his ass, literally. The camera stays on his butt cheeks. And they follow him walking through this gay male brothel. And I mean, once he gets into the thick of it, the camera shows dudes fucking each other in the ass. One dude is the middle, is in the middle getting ass fucked while, he, while the head of him is sucking another man's dick. And a couple of shots were full on frontal showing niggas packages. I mean, just dick. But they're dick. not, they're not just stopping and showing that though. The camera kept moving the whole time. It wasn't like it just focused in on, on one per uh, on, on, on a sex act. It kept moving, letting you know that don't make the pill easier for me to swallow. Nigga. <laughs> I don't care if you grazing past Dick, I'm not prepared to see male meat nigga in the lens. And I'm just between the the triple the triple triangular I'm fucking this dude in his ass and while I'm fucking him he's sucking another nigga's dick f- grazing meat packages passing I, I had a I had a my dad moment I had a my dad moment I was on the plane and I'm in my seat and I see this and I yelled it and I, I know people heard me I went oh come on like, come on. Dude, and, how and I, long and is I that? I turned it off. How long is that scene? I don't give a fuck if it's 0.1 second. Dude, because it's it's I, not you got, even. You, you, I, got, you got to, again, I used to do a joke about this. You got to tell me. Hey, yeah. man, here comes some meat. Here comes some male meat you about to see. Now you've given me the option. I can go nope and shut my shit off and bounce. When you show me male meat without warning, you 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 don't you don't fuck with me. I, my I, I've I've been traumatized. Um, it's it's not even ten seconds that whole scene. <sighs> I'm just saying I didn't focus that hard on it. I just let it go. I'm not focused on it either. But once you see a dead body, you've seen it. Yeah, I get it. It's in your mind. Yeah, you know I. Listen, and I'm not trying to come off that way, but Dude, damn it. There, okay. Here's the thing. And I want to say this because I've known you now, seriously, we're on our fourth year of hanging out with each other. I, I understand what you're saying. You don't have any animosity towards your gay brothers and sisters. None. None. But you would like a little heads up. Yeah. Someone's show you, and, and I and don't even know if heads up is the right word. Nope, it heads it heads <laughs> it's somewhere. But just like I, I and I do believe this, if you, and I and I've heard gay dudes say this before, they think it's gross when they see dudes fucking chicks. So it's we have preferences. That's all it is. We have preferences, and sometimes when you see something, it challenges your preference in a way that makes you Yeah. You know, so I understand you. And I know I think listen, people, I know there are dudes out there, dudes, women who will say, what is the big deal? Oh, grow up. And who are fine with that. I, I, 
just case, you know, it's the same reason why, like I said, when I eat hot wings, I can't eat the flat pieces. Bone breaking. I, to break the bone and separate it in the skin, it, 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 it makes me weak. I, I want to faint. That's why I ordered drumettes. There's no bone breaking. It's all the meat on the bone. Certain shit just makes me queasy. Dude, I think this is where we are in this conversation where I would like to say this, and this is something that I don't know if I'm wrong in saying or not. You you don't have to enjoy watching it to be able to support other people. Do yeah. you know what I'm saying? You can support the gay community without without being someone that wants to see a gay video. You don't have to see that. You don't mm-hmm. have to see man-on-man action. And 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 if you do see it and it makes you go, ooh, I don't like seeing that, that doesn't mean you don't like those people. That just means I'm uncomfortable with that. And people have to give people time to get comfortable with things. And even this if you never get comfortable, that's as fine. Long as, you, as long as you don't uh, try to remove someone of their rights, yes. as long as you don't treat someone differently because of the... Who, you don't need to see that. There are some people that don't like sex, period. That don't want to see sex, don't have sex, and don't have anything to do with sex. Them is called there are those Mormons, people. right? Asexual people. Uh, <laughs> uh, so if those are the, if that's the case, and that makes them, that doesn't mean that they don't want everybody else to not have it. It's just, it takes, it, it isn't something that, it's not a has to be. You can still support, you can still be there for people, and you don't have to enjoy watching it. Or, even watch it. It's okay. And I wish people would stop trying to make everybody feel like they have to be in the same place in this journey. Everybody has their own journey. But as long as you're a supporter and you're not hurting anybody, I don't see what the problem is. Okay. Now, Go ahead. you're not watching the rest of it. That's a problem. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm going to get back to it. Okay. But I, I, need, I need some time. <laughs> I just need some time. That's all. Dude, I, I, because honestly, I, cause literally I, when I go back to it, I stopped it in the middle of that scene. So, which means I'm going to have to pick back up from that scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I always thought, it, you know, I, I don't want to get too deep into this. I'm going to let that go because I think it's funny. I, I think it's funny that that affects you the way that it does. But I also understand it because here's the thing. I was I was looking at this house one time and we, we weren't going to get this house, but it was two gay guys that owned the house. Right. And this was years ago. This is years ago. This is like maybe 25 years ago. And I like the house, but I always thought about, I, I did think about the energy in that house. Right, right. You, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be, I, listen, I wasn't against them. I enjoyed them. They were a nice couple. I liked them. But then all of a sudden I had to think about what went on in that house. And it had nothing to do with me. Hey, hey, hey man. One of the realest moments is in Wolf of Wall Street. When, when uh, Margot Robbie tells Leonardo DiCaprio that she walked in on their butler having a gay orgy. And remember that scene? And they show yeah. all the freaky shit that was going on in there. And, and she was like, one of them did it on this couch. And Leonardo was sitting on the couch and got up and went, now nah, I'm not, you know, I'm not, maybe that was exaggerated for creative purposes, but that's a real reaction from people sometimes. It is, especially when you're not comfortable or when you're not knowledgeable, or when you're not working with it or when it's not something that you that you're th- thinking about or something that surprises you. So I get it. And I get what you said. Now you have to come back to it and you got to start from that same scene, which is going to put you in the same place when you turned it off. Put so me it's, right it's, at it's the scene very, of the crime. And so it's very it's very funny. But people have to realize that we all get there. We're all doing not all of us, but most of us are doing what we can to get to that place of a higher level. But it doesn't, it's not, there's not a race. And as long as we're working on getting there, people have to give people some time to get there and stop trying to force people into believing or acting like it's okay. Uh, that they're not there yet, that, that, that they haven't got there yet. They, they have to let them get there. So I, I, I have this issue, but it's okay. We're going to, we're going to move on. All right. Look, we, we only got uh, two, two, two or three minutes left. Since we're talking about shows, I have to mention this because I put out a post and I know this ain't going to mean much to you because you're not really a fan. They're they're doing a reboot uh, of Sex in the City, uh, and Kim Kim Cattrall won't be on it because, of course, her and Samantha Jessica Parker have have a real beef, so she just yeah, doesn't want to do it. Yeah, and they're going to replace Samantha's character with Ari Nicole Parker. You know who she is? No, black actress. She's she? married to Boris Kojo. 
Okay, so it makes sense because that's this is where this. No, it doesn't, and this is coming from a fan now. Uh, it, it doesn't no, make sense for uh, for is, women that live in New York to have a black friend. This is blasphemous. If you're not going to keep the band together, end the fucking show. Samantha is an integral piece to this show. That's like Guns N' Roses without Slash or Rolling Stones without Mick Jagger. Samantha is it six seasons. You don't replace six seasons of chemistry and two movies with a new person. Now, listen, I don't want to be the guy to go. Why well, got to be a black girl? They should have a black friend. Matter of fact, one person to my post said, how funny would it be if it was Tiffany Haddish? Comedically, that could be very funny. Yep. But as long as they don't portray her as the ghetto black bitch, and that means are the other three women, white women, laughing with her or at her? If right. you're going to play it like that, then no. But even with Tiffany Haddish, I don't give a fuck who the black girl is. You don't fuck with the gumbo recipe. You are fucking with the gumbo recipe. And, and I know it's easy for you to say that because you don't really watch the show. And, and I yeah, said this, true. how some gun members go, I'm a card carrying member of the NRA. Nigga, I am a proud pink velvet six seasons DVD collection set carrier owner. I own the velvet case, nigga. That show is my show. I watch that like middle-aged housewives watch soap operas. That's my young and the restless. Don't fuck with that gumbo recipe. If Kim well, Control don't want to do it, kill it. I, I understand what you're saying because that's like if they did uh, the Golden Girls and try to replace Blanche. She was the Blanche of that, of that group. Any of them. Yeah. They're yeah, all intricate I mean, to that machine moving. I, I, I agree with you, but that character had something that moved the story along because of her, her, who she was. Full, I'm trying to tell you, Andy, if you're a fan of that show like you were of Breaking Bad, those four characters are essential. The way they moved, it, 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 it was like, you know, I, I don't want to say the Bulls because the Bulls only had three real moving parts that were very intricate, Dennis, Scotty, and Michael. I'm trying to think. Maybe the Knicks in the 70s. Earl the Pearl. Uh, Clyde Frazier. Uh, who else was on that team? The white guy, Bradley. Uh, I know they had like four or five parts that made that shit move. Yeah, it was Bill Bradley. He's He was right. a senator or a congressman. Afterwards, after. Yeah. You, um, yeah. Dude, well, I, I, get, I get your feelings on that. You know what I'm disappointed is we didn't get to talk about Nobody, which is a movie that I really do want to talk about, but we'll, we'll get to that next week. Yeah, we could do that while we're in Iowa. Yeah. Yeah, because I got to rewatch that anyway. You, oh, you haven't watched it again? I mean, I, have, I, I didn't get a chance to really see it. Uh, Maybe I'll I, watch it again, too, because it, it's, it's it, it, to the people out there, we're going to talk about this eventually here. So if you haven't had a chance to watch it, I, I'm so impressed by the way this movie was done, because they made this. Made, I, like I said, when I'm watching a movie and I can see the writing and I can see what they're doing and where they're going, this movie made choices that I would never have made. And that's what makes this movie worth watching to me. Yeah. Um, I'm just so excited that I actually won something in the NBA. I mean, you could have gave me a damn lollipop. Uh, Chicago said, you want to play for the Bulls? I don't care. I don't give a damn. Shit, what's up? I love that impression. I did that in Indianapolis. They loved it. Did it? Yeah. How would he... How, how would, how would he uh, how, how would he end this podcast? And to be honest with you, that's how I could post it. <laughs> almost missed the alley but that's what yeah i was trying to get there but i didn't yeah, know how I was yeah gonna get there. Nah, but that was cool that was cool um all right musically this is rashawn akil um snapchat a-k-i-l-d-o-t-c-o-m instagram a-k-i-l-d-o-t-c-o-m and twitter a-k-i- L T H A one, the number one. Uh, he didn't really tell me what the name of this is, but fuck it. It's uh, Rashan Akil. 
Enjoy. See you guys uh, tomorrow, Thursday, for the emails. Um, any new listeners, welcome to the party. Welcome to the party, pal. Um, email me, Spears 45 at Hotmail, for any questions, concerns, conversation pieces you want to have. Uh, always support us on, what, what, what is our shit? Patreon, Spearsburg, right? Yeah, it's Spearsburg dot Spearsburg pod. Uh, Spearsburg. Instagram, Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, YouTube, uh, Facebook, all those. Spearsburg pod. Yep. Yeah. Give us that support, y'all. And uh, to any new ladies listening, welcome to the party. Uh, yeah, there it is. There we go. Shit was even real when I got a taste, just addiction through my body feel. Never could forget the day I met you. Pull up, yeah, you chills. Even though I liked you, face challenges with blind and still her last nigga left. But his shoes wasn't that hard to feel. All you want is love, communication, then to keep it real. Never had the front, too authentic for these niggas still. Slim nigga 175, plus I rock the grip, my soul still intact. Not for sale, I love this music still. 2025, gotta search and better find some skills. My last bitch was wasting time. Knew that I was different, chill. Still took for granted, even though a nigga kept it real. Talented on the beat. Never had to tell me chill When you needed love I would always come at how I feel Never like the party in the city Niggas getting killed When you in my presence I'ma show you how you supposed to feel Never had to get on you for honesty You kept it real Said that I was hungry You was always there to give a meal Working, spending time on the clock That's how I get pussy. <laughs> <laughs>